Welcome to the Beaver Bulletin, your new favorite weekly podcast from Buena Vista University's The Tack. Here giving you all of the news and updates from the past week. I'm your host, Colin Imhoff, and don't forget to go check out all of the other great articles that The Tack has to offer. Let's see what's on the board for this week of October 11th, 2020. Today on the Bulletin Board, we've got BVU students cleaning up the coast of Storm Lake, Iowa's increase in COVID deaths, and a Supreme Court nominee, Amy Barrett. All of that and more to come on this week's episode of the Beaver Bulletin. If you want to learn more about any of these stories, scroll on down to the description and you can go check out these articles for yourself. Now to our first story. Our first story on the board comes from the coast of Storm Lake, as on this past Tuesday, October 13th, Buena Vista University students and faculty spent three hours cleaning the beach on campus. I was able to talk to Assistant Director of Campus Activities and Leadership, Erica Swanson, who told me it was to make up for the lack of a Buenification Day this past spring. During Buenification Day, all of the students go out into the community, volunteer, and help clean up areas around Storm Lake. Unfortunately, that day was unable to happen this past spring, and places like the beach on campus were neglected. The beach was given to Buena Vista University by the city of Storm Lake, making it the university's responsibility to keep clean. With cold weather approaching fast, Erica Swanson wanted to make sure we had a chance to clean the beach to keep the environment clean. For the cleanup, many students showed up to help clean the beach, along with several staff members of Student Success and some athletic coaches. This was important to do as it is the university's responsibility for cleaning the beach and it shows the importance of Buenification Day. Let's hope that the spring of 2021 will allow us to return to this old tradition. Next up on the board is a virtual pumpkin decorating contest here in Storm Lake. The Witter Gallery is Storm Lake's local art gallery located near downtown. The Witter Gallery normally throws an annual Halloween party, which will not be able to happen this year because of the pandemic. The Halloween party normally brings in hundreds of visitors to the gallery and is a great community activity. Instead of abandoning this great community tradition, the Witter Gallery has modified it to be a virtual pumpkin decorating contest. The contest is for all age groups and has some festive prizes for the winners. The event and a lot of prizes were sponsored by a lot of local businesses here in Storm Lake to help keep community building activities going during the time of this pandemic. To enter this pumpkin decorating contest, all you have to do is decorate a pumpkin, take a picture, and then email that picture to wittergallery at yahoo.com, or you can post the pumpkin on Facebook or Instagram using the hashtag WitterPumpkins. The deadline for entries is October 28th, so if you're looking for a fun activity to do on Halloween, maybe try decorating a pumpkin and submitting the photo, and maybe you'll be winning those cool prizes. Nonetheless, the most important thing to take away from this is that the community can still find a way to have activities while staying healthy during this pandemic. Now to our third story on the board with Iowa's COVID deaths continuing to rise. Coronavirus cases in the state of Iowa appear not to be slowing down as 1,180 new confirmed cases came through this past week along with 11 deaths. The state of Iowa currently ranks in the top 10 in cases per 100,000 people. This should be concerning for Iowans as schools and businesses begin to reopen. We could see another large spike in case numbers. As of right now, Iowa sits with 1,492 COVID-related deaths, which is in the bottom half of the states. Hospitalization has also been a problem for Iowans as 473 people were hospitalized due to COVID-19 along with 106 other patients in the ICU this past week. The pandemic's effects on Iowa have been hard not to see, but people seem to act like the severity of the virus has decreased. The numbers are not quite where they were in the spring and summer, 
but the numbers are still there. So please wear your mask to help the safety of you and others. One day we'll move past this pandemic and continue pressing forward. But for now, do what you can to keep yourself and others healthy. Moving to number four on the board is the fourth NBA championship for a man that many people call the greatest basketball player of all time. On Sunday, LeBron James and the rest of the Los Angeles Lakers celebrated after beating the Miami Heat in a victory 106-93. This was the sixth game of the series with the Lakers winning the series 4-2. This would make history not just as the only NBA Finals played in a bumble, but it would be the 17th NBA championship for the Los Angeles Lakers, tying them with the Boston Celtics for the most all-time. This would be the end of a 10-year drought for the Lakers as their last championship was in 2010. Since then, the Lakers have been struggling to make the playoffs until this season as they acquired All-NBA first-team performer Anthony Davis. Davis, along with LeBron James, led the Lakers to the best record in the Western Conference and an eventual NBA title. However, some people are sure to put an asterisk by this NBA title as the circumstances were far from normal. In the bubble that the NBA playoffs were held in, there were no fans allowed and there was no real home court advantage. Along with this, players were given four extra months of a break to help heal up from the long season and come back re-energized. While some people might not recognize this title, LeBron James and the rest of the Los Angeles Lakers are sure glad to have it. Coming to our fifth story on the board is President Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Amy Barrett. Over the past week, Barrett has gone through questioning during her hearing for approval. The Republicans already have enough votes on both the Judiciary Committee and the Senate floor to approve her. If Barrett is confirmed, it will likely be by an all-Republican vote in hope of having her on the court in time to hear the Affordable Care Act case in November, along with other election-related cases. Democrats are not a big fan of Barrett as she is as conservative as they come. Many Democrats theorize this move for a female nominee is supposed to help President Trump gain more female voters. Another reason the Democrats don't seem to be a big fan of this decision is Barrett's conservative views. This means that she would likely vote to overturn a abortion rights, Obamacare, LGBT rights, and gun rights. During questioning, Barrett has attempted to stay impartial on matters that may reach the court. Republicans are still hesitant to confirm Barrett as Senators Lisa Murkowski of Alaska and Susan Collins of Maine are potential no votes to her confirmation. The Republicans don't want to lose the votes of their more moderate senators. The continued question of Barrett has given us few answers and nobody seems quite sure on how this final decision will land. The final thing on the board is, of course, our events of the week, DigiDay at BVU. If you don't know what DigiDay is, it's a day where prospective digital media students from all around the state are invited to Buena Vista University to take part in a day full of hands-on learning activities put on by all of the digital media majors. Unfortunately, DigiDay wasn't able to happen normally this year, but I was able to sit down with Professor of Digital Media Jerry Johnson and learn what the plan was for this year. with COVID and everything, DigiDay can't happen the way that it normally does. So you just want to explain the way that DigiDay has looked in the past a little bit and how it's changed this year. Okay. Well, in the past, we've invited students and classes from around the area to come and spend a day with the digital media program. And we had them participate in different activities at BVTV, at KBVU. Uh, They would work on photography through the TAC. Uh, And this year, because of the COVID-19 issues, we couldn't have all those people together in one place. So we decided to go digital uh, by putting together a TV show. And so it's called the DigiDay Television Show Special. Uh, And it's uh, 
a show that's looking at the future of media uh, in the digital world. Uh, we have special guests who are going to talk about the future of new media in different fields like radio, television, newspapers, uh, social media, uh, streaming, and et cetera, uh, for us to kind of make it an educational moment for those who might be watching. And of course, we're going to encourage them to learn more about the digital media program at BV. Uh, and so we're also giving some tours of BVTV and KBVU. And I can guarantee you that these are not going to be those typical tour videos. Let's just leave it at that. DigiDay is uh, hosted by um, digital media majors, uh, Tanner Frost and Morgan Krall. Um, and so the students have had hands-on experience producing the show. Uh, my new media class um, produced and managed the interviews uh, that we did through Zoom uh, with our BV alumni. Um, and also my advanced digital video class produced the tour videos. So it was really a great way of our students still getting involved in producing what they do here at Buena Vista and that we can share with prospective students who may be looking to get into this field. What experience do you think they're kind of losing out on by not being really on campus? <clears throat> Probably the biggest thing they're missing is the hands-on experience, um, networking with other students who might be interested in the field, talking more with the faculty and our own digital media majors and students who participate in the program. That's the one thing I think that they're going to miss. And that's really one of the things that we are so proud of with our program is that it is hands-on. And it's a combination and a bridge between hands-on and theory. Why do you do what you do? What does this mean? So many different areas that digital media permeates itself. And I think we're able to share that in this uh, TV show. Big thanks to Jerry for sitting down and talking with me. If you want to watch the whole BBU DigiDay special, I will put that link to the video in the description. That's all on the bulletin board for this week, folks. Make sure to come back next week for more great stories and updates. Remember, if any of these stories interested you and you would like to read more, links to all the articles are in the description. Also, don't forget to go check out more of the great articles from the tag. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Beaver Bulletin. I'm your host, Colin Imhoff, and I'll see you all next week. <laughs>